Uh, hello guys, and welcome to another one of our bonus episodes. We've got another reflect, another return to one of our previous arcs where we answer some of the questions about things that just hung in the air, either because not all narratives end neatly or because we just didn't know how to include it. <laughs> um, we're all here to talk through some of those plot points here today. Stu, have you got some questions from the Discord? Absolutely, yeah. This is quite an interesting one. So this is from uh, this is from Tilda on the Discord, uh, and this is related to the foul play arc. Tilda asks, "Did the situation with whiskey and the Hydragon come up on the fly, or was this a scene you had been thinking about for a while? Considering how dire it became so quickly, it seemed a bit hardcore for a hard move. Was this planned or not?" It did seem hardcore for a hard move, didn't it? <laughs> it did seem hardcore, but I very distinctly remember that moment where, because the role was about money, and it was about Brandy asking General Phillips whether they'd get paid. And then it was a failure on the roll. And then there was a real... We had a big conversation about, well, the problem is, if there isn't money involved, it suddenly makes Brandy as a character a lot less... Brandy just wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't be yeah. a member of the Special Defenders. And we all sort of felt very much that that's where we were going and that's what we'd set up, that we were going to be this team. So we felt like we had to veer away. The hard move in that scenario, in isolation, would have been like, no, actually, there's no payment. Otherwise, it's just to keep you out of jail. Mm. would have been like the sort of basic hard move to but stay in the scene but then that just felt very unsatisfactory for all of us when we looked at mm. it so we i remember us taking a good break where we all went away and we just yeah. had a think we, we, yeah, we did we we had we took a break uh, literally after that role came through because we saw it was a failure and i don't think at the table any of us in the moment had a real satisfying way to conclude that so we went away i had a, a toilet break which is where all the best ideas come. And I've been thinking for a while that I, I wanted to do a scene because we'd established the Myrmidon battle and we'd established that this league challenge had occurred literally as we were at the league, which is quite an exciting time. Lots of people there, lots of spectators. Uh, the league champion, Boromidraw, was there. So I thought, well, it'd be great to in- include that in a scene somehow. But we'd been stuck in a freezer for literally the entire episode up until that point. So that's true. We, we yeah. were we have been in the free. We yeah. always yeah. as well wanted to get out of the freezer. We essentially bottle episode. Yeah. 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 So whilst I don't think we didn't plan that it was going to be like uh, a target, a brandy or anything. I think there was an idea that I want. I did want to get to the league stadium at some point for some part of the arc. And the fact that and then brandy was the one who rolled the the triggering move was with then what brought whiskey in as the kind of. Well, also, target. also we established in uh, Rain Dance that Seto Kappa was there during the. It was at Brand. It was at Gary's party. He would have witnessed. Yes. He would have been in Surf Alert Town when yeah. it was attacked. There's every. You know, he may well have gone to Whiskey's Delios and sort of seen an op- an, opportunity an opportunity here yes. to prey upon someone in in a bad place. Yeah. Yeah. It was also the first time that we'd ever done a hard move where the consequence wasn't within the room mm. that it happened, which was like a big liberating thing, I think, for all of us to hear mm. Stu suggest that a consequence doesn't have to be to us in that conversation with us. We can create another situation that just makes our lives infinitely harder, (laughs) but still get what we want, effectively. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it's something that won't slow down a scene, but will horribly impact later down the line. It's almost like a delayed thing, or a realisation or revelation that will be on your mind that suddenly tempers what you think and how you're going to act for the next few moves and situation and it, and it worked out really well that was a really good scene in the stadium well it was great it, it allowed the special defenders to have their moment in to defend essentially well, exactly. and, and you know a moment for for wimpy especially who needed a win big needed time win. um it turned into this this thing for, for kenny as well where obviously he had a big resolution at the end of it and 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 also we had the repercussions with um with bash and heron so, mm. who, which we've yet to sort of yeah, build into so there. 
there's a lot it did seem hardcore but i think the the arc almost needed a, a big finale because it it hadn't it, it had been very low action up until that point and well, yeah. been a lot of lore dumping up low, to that yeah. point i remember Actually, a lot of like here's how the leagues here's how the here's the whole history of the pokemon league how it started here's you know an elite four member here's Rowlet's past his candy's plan here's candy's plan here's his adri's backstory here's general phillips and you know yeah. it was huge yeah like, i think i think the like, the end of the previous episode where general phillips had discovered the special defenders and then some failures had been rolled and you all ended up captured again kind of left us with a how do we you know how do we get out of this situation in a narratively satisfying way but anyway that's so that's kind of where a little bit of column a a little bit of column b next question is from IMF10 which is a great question have you thought more about the poker swear words I mean bullshinks it's crabby and sorks hard are you for real very good IMF10 that's nice because <laughs> you've suggested two more poker swears with crabby and sorks which I like I like that a lot have we thought about any more Pokemon swears guys is, are crabby and sorks alluding to anything or are they just yeah. they, crappy, yeah. crappy and sucks I just no. I, the way I read it, I was like, "Oh, there's just like they sound kind of sweary, crabby." Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I swe- sucks. Swear words don't have to be puns. No, no, exactly. <laughs> I, no, I like that. I like that they're not. They don't have to, you know, relate to like. Oh, that just rhymes with. You know, with, with naughty words yeah, in our yeah, language. Words. Yeah, yeah. So no, I like, I like, I like sorks especially. It's got the K. It's got the S. Sorks. Mm. You can feel that there's a, there's an aggression there, which could be quite nice to use. This sorks, yeah. Have I thought about it anymore? No, I haven't. But I like yours. I'm well, you ten. Did Mother Mucker. I don't think we'd have done Mother Mucker. Had we done Mother oh, Mucker? No, no, no David did Mother Mucker. Not done Mother Mucker yet. I'm sure David did Mother Mucker at some point. There's been some mucking around. I think at some point. <laughs> definitely been a lot yeah. of mucking around. Yeah. Um, yeah, muck definitely is an option, but that feels like a yeah. strong option. Oh it's, yeah. It's a strong one. This is a question from Scott, directed to everyone. What is your favourite Pokemon? If your favourite is what was chosen as your starting Pokemon, what's your second favourite? Um, so my favourite is Starmie, by a solid margin. I love me a Starmie. Mm. Um, and it's not Meditite. Meditite is not my fave. That was a very much a character-driven choice. But even originally, it wasn't even Meditite. We sort of discussed it being a Brakeson, which is why we ended up giving Aster one. Um, nice little Easter egg there. For <laughs> Wondering a little bit more about how the Theoverse is created. The Theoverse. Um, but no, Starmie every dis- time. Our Discord is basically the Theoverse. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're all living in it and loving it. Ali? Um, my favourite is Houndoom. I love the design. I think it's really cool. I like cool Pokemon. I like badass ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like, bad, you know, bad what, Ali? Bad Badgrass. Badash ones. Badgrass type. <laughs> um, Badash is quite good. Badash. Um, and yeah, I, I love fire and dark types and I love dogs. So Houndoom is right. my favourite. Um, Rowlet, I, I never actually... The reason I picked Rowlet was because I quite enjoyed Sun and Moon and I played it twice with a Poplio and a Litten, but never a Rowlet. So, um, oh. And I wanted something that became that sort of became ghostly and, and, and mm. dark and weird. Mm, so nice. that's why I wanted one that would evolve into a ghost type. Um, my favourite Pokemon is very cliched it's Bulbasaur I've loved Bulbasaur since that first anime episode that I watched that was solely about Bulbasaur and the sanctuary uh, that they were running in the in the forest with that lady and how Bulbasaur protected the sanctuary and went oh, it was just a great episode and you know I love Bulbasaur ever since and I guess the reason 
I didn't go with Bulbasaur, for example, for this, for Brandy, let's say, was again, it was that sort of character reasons. I actually made a list of all the Pokemon I didn't like. Uh, and there was sort of a lot of Pokemon that I sort of think are kind of bad. Krabby and Sork Hard. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, not Krabby. Krabby was not on that list. I love Krabby. But it was just a list of Pokemon. I thought, which Pokemon of these do I think I would never use I've never played within the games I've never had much of an affiliation to what makes sense what would because I had this thing in my head about how the Pokemon champion discarded this Pokemon for being too weak and then I looked at Baneri and I thought well Baneri's cool because it's very cute famously quite cute I like the idea of a male Baneri anyway because Baneri is very much and Lopunny as well they're very sort of feminine looking Pokemon so I like to have a male version of that Uh, and also it gets a mega evolution as well so i thought if that was ever going to happen it would, it kind of it allowed me to be like oh it's a weak pokemon but could get stronger believably there was also sort of other things like vanillite i just couldn't bring myself to do it no <laughs> i just couldn't do it i was like i don't want vanillux in my life uh my favorite is vanillite no, it's not. It's not. I, I actually don't mind the Vanillite line as much as uh, some people seem to to hate it. I think it's quite cute. But my favourite is Drifloon. Um, Ghost type's my favourite anyway, and I just think Drifloon has a really cool lore about him. He's a bit creepy, but also very cute. Um, yeah, I really like him. That's my one. I like that you describe leading away the souls of children as kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> kind yeah. of creepy, but kind of cute. I would say terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Monty from the Discord asks, were the characters you ended up playing and their starters your original ideas, as in your first ideas? If not, who could you have been and what other starters did you consider? I had other options for characters. I remember texting Stu basically saying, hey, I don't know what the mood of the campaign is going to be yet, but here are a few kind of my original off the dome ideas. Uh, I remember loving, you know, Brandy. She was there. She wasn't called Brandy at the time. She was just ex-cheerleader of Gary from the Pokemon anime series. One of those cheerleaders in that car. Um, but I also had a character who was a performer, but he he didn't perform at all. He had a singing cricketune or cricketot, I think. He had a singing cricketot and the t- cricketot could speak, but only operatically. And I remember thinking like, that might be quite fun to have a speaking Pokemon that could only <laughs> sing. But then I thought, I just didn't want a cricket top. <laughs> so it's like a cricket tune. I just couldn't do. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Brandy, it's me. And I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> he would become a very. He'd be like funny very initially, and then by episode five, if that's being generous, people yeah. would be like, hey, let's. Why don't we move away from the cricket tops room, and we're just going to be in a room without cricket top. So you know. That's, got discarded so did get discarded maybe, maybe and it's been picked him. up by someone else <laughs> who's like you were discarded how dare you we're gonna get revenge on this girl but yeah that was mine David do you have any ideas um, I was always Theo like in my mind I always wanted to be Theo I always wanted to create this kind of this sort of non-binary academic character because I always love like sort of badass academic characters in your animes and your JRPGs like your Rain Sage your Lin Beifongs like those kind of characters but doing something a bit different 
playing with that kind of idea of creating a a force, an academy that had some sort of influence in the world. So we immediately had some world built. But I do remember that we both came in wanting to be hex maniacs immediately from the start. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. And it was like, how do we make it work that we're both supernatural at the same time? Which I think we we quickly found a way to make it work. One mm. as kind of learned and one as one as a posteriori, one as a priori. To quote the great Greek philosopher. Yeah, Aristotle. <laughs> that was almost so smart, and then you didn't do it. My, Aristotle. Oh, my, we're gonna have to reflect on whether that's. We're gonna correct. have to reflect. Yeah. My, <laughs> car- my comparison was wizard and sorcerer, which that's is slightly less say. intellectual. But yeah, me, yeah, me for the D and D people out there, yeah. that's, the, yeah. that's the distinction. One uses intellect, whereas one uses charisma yeah. and Innate. instinct. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and as, in terms of the stars, as well, I mentioned that. Uh, sort of similar to the whole Cricketune, Cricketot thing. I mean, with with the potential of it being a break, and it was like, don't give yourself a stage one immediately out of the gate. It was just like a bit of a problem. And then it was finding something that combined that mental-physical balance that was so crucial to Theo. And it's actually become more crucial because of Meditite being there. Like, what do you do when you are both physical and mental? So that was why. Nice. Yes, well, similarly to David, I actually, I always wanted to play, yeah, a sort of hex maniac, someone with sort of innate power. I mean, I, I tempted with the idea of them being um, female for sure, um, but for some reason didn't. And um, but yet you sound exactly like Luna Lovegood. So there's an well, in, another that, yeah. interesting. <laughs> and, and, but then I sort of I sort of realised uh, basically whenever we played RPGs in the past, I've always been a bit of a horrible person. In them. <laughs> it's <laughs> so true. So I wanted to yeah, play someone true. really nice this time and yeah. empathetic. And so uh, inst- I I did think about playing someone uh, more in tune with their powers, as in able to control them from the get go, but didn't really like that as an arc. I wanted to play someone who'd intentionally left a good life behind you know had a, and a nice family mm. and 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 sort of i wanted someone that was being um you know sought after and running away from because i i i didn't want kenny to have a horrible backstory i wanted him to have quite a nice one but i also needed a reason for him to get away from home but i yeah i always wanted to play someone slightly more down the mystical route um and stumbled across kenny who i'm very happy to be stumbled across upon um in terms of other starters as I said, I wanted a Pokemon that um, had within them latent dark slash ghost slash psychic slash poison powers. So very, very nearly went for a C dot um, because obviously yeah. grows into a grass Ooh, dark yeah. type with the with the shiftery and the nuzleaf. But I, I also Kenny left home without a Pokemon, and I remember sort of <laughs> Stu and I sort of discussed how might Kenny have stumbled across this uh, his Pokemon and. Whilst uh, you can stumble across a sea dot in the forest quite easily, we sort of came to the idea of this uh, owl in the forest that Kenny sort of didn't defended. Did we roleplay it? We did, yeah, we but did, pre, like, we? like pre, pre-stream, pre-pod. We did. It was te- mm. when we were testing the sound, and yeah. yes, we did test the sound before those. I know. People were like, "Did you test the sound?" Because it sounded we very still, much like. We still ended up with what we ended up with. So imagine what it would have been like if we hadn't tested the sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we sort of we sort of did a very loose like ten minute role play essentially, where Kenny sort of stumbled across. That's why Kenny had an egg and was being chased by a swallow <laughs> in the first yep. scene. Yeah, because yeah. that um, came out of that role play. Yeah. Mm. Also, I would say what's a great what uh, the best thing about this playing a sort of role playing game with Pokemon. It's such a good opportunity to like a Pokemon that you've never previously liked. Yeah, <laughs> because really you will is. develop such a care for that Pokemon. I remember a previous campaign playing with a Cottony who yeah. I had li- I was had no fa- honestly I would die for Cottony right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's no I would I would do anything for that Pokemon. Yeah. The because only. Because- the only exception to that is Swaddle, of course. <laughs> of course, um, Swaddle, you will never love. You'll never love Swaddle. I want, I want an opportunity. The train. I, yeah, the, the train. train. I'd also like to confirm it was Aristotle who originally came up with it, but it was well. Euclid that popularised the term. <laughs> nice. Eventually cemented by Immanuel Kant. Thank just, you. Um, Fact checking, David. For those philosophy fans out there who haven't just really um, love a bit of German absolutism. <laughs> 
Uh, this one is from Philin. Will you happily answer this generic question? Yes, we will. Ryan uh, has asked a question, what is something that either you, the player, or you, the character, could improve on? And I will say that we actually answered that in the last bonus episode yeah. in the sort of roundup where yes. we talked about it. So, Ryan, the that's not us dodging your question, just directing you to the last episode, where which we think we covered that one. Um, so, Carrie on the Discord asks for us to sort all of our characters into Hogwarts houses. Uh, so, I mean, I think we, we're all well equipped in our knowledge of Harry Potter to be able to do that. I mean, Theo feels very much like a Ravenclaw. Such a Ravenclaw. Such a Ravenclaw, but like with a little bit of Slytherin just kind yeah, of like yeah. underneath. Just like a the little Slytherin. The hat took Slytherin. a bit of time. It was <laughs> yeah. like... Just as the King's Mock took some time. Yeah, it's a real hat stall. A real hat stall. Brandy screams Gryffindor to me. Yeah. Well, Kenny's tricky because I was sort of like... Kenny's a bit trickier. Maybe uh, maybe Puff, but also Gryffindor. Yeah, I, don't I think know. so. I don't. I I think he would have sensed the darkness. Tempted by Slytherin, but Kenny's just not ambitious. No, he's not. He's not a Slytherin. He's far too empathetic. Um, he is very loyal, yeah. which is why I'd happily be put in put in the Puff House. But he's also braver than. I, it might be a bit of a Neville situation, <laughs> yeah. where sort of he's put into Gryffindor, and everyone's like, "Why, why is this guy in <laughs> Gryffindor? Like, come on, let's mm. put him put him with the Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Represent the Badgers." Um, but I I reckon yeah, Kenny might be a secret Gryffindor. If we're talking ambition, though, Brandy is the one who wants to be Pokemon League champion. Yeah, yeah Brandy could be a I'm Slytherin. desperately trying to fill out the quiz. Oh, you're doing oh, the you're quiz right now. I'm desperately trying to do in the quiz. In character. Right, I'm doing it in How character. Long How long is it? It's quite long, but I'm, I'm basically going to stop halfway. Oh, yeah, the it's quiz is very long. It's too long. I'm sorry, Carrie. We've, we've got, we're, on, we're on a timer, but I'm halfway through, and I'm currently... Brandy is at 538% Gryffindor, so she's that's her highest that's one. Her highest. And then 23% Slytherin, so I can... Okay, I can yeah. sort of I can get that with Brandy. I think there's there's definitely with Brandy a uh, sinister aspect to her ambition as well. It's very much like I'm doing this to prove someone wrong and to get back at someone rather than for her own personal, mm. even though secretly it is for her own personal, you know, betterment. But, you know, that's her need. But her current want is that she wants to prove to her ex-boyfriend that she can do it as well. So, yeah, I think Brandy is more of a Gryffindor and um, Stu you, you can pick an NPC pick <laughs> yeah, an NPC pick one for me um, I sort them. General Phillips General Phillips a foul play NPC I picked oh okay nice, for, nice. it's Ooh, foul play General Phillips he seemed our most significant NPC <sighs> well he doesn't like chairs we know that he doesn't like chairs <laughs> now, where, did, where does that come on the Hogwarts quiz <laughs> which question, house likes chairs if you could chairs? choose to stand would you <laughs> The I things we know about Phillips, he, he oh hates... no, he's in chair and sniff. <laughs> he, hates think... he hates nepotism. He hates nepotism. He wants to. He wants to succeed by his own merits. He likes grooving. He's happy to go underhand tactics to achieve his goals. Yes. Well, Phillips is a tough one, you know. He's very because tough. Because I almost, I almost think kind of Ravenclawy a little. He bit might be in his... one of those American houses, one of those weird American on Pottermore. <laughs> I feel Slytherin. I don't know why. I just not. I just think he's cunning. That's cool, maybe. Yeah. I can sneak. <laughs> I can sneak. He can sneak it. He's got a very, very scary alchemy. He does. That is very true. Yeah. That alchemy is. That's the first thing you want to get on the bad side of. of, of he's cunning. Phillips. He's I mean, cunning. We literally were in his office, and he threw us in a frozen jail. Yeah, but the fir- his first instinct was, how can I use these people? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. Wow. Margot, the elite floor. I'm saying is Ravenclaw. Yeah, she felt very kind of. She was very methodical, wasn't very she? Methodical, I'm very methodical. Like, she does yeah. it by stats. Yes. Um, all yeah. that stuff, that's fair. Murmured on the mime, everyone. 
Hufflepuff. Oh. Hufflepuff. Merman on the mine is a squib. He didn't. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't get in. I think we all think Seto Kappa's a Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, definitely, absolutely. Definitely. Mm. Oh yeah, big time. Big, big time. time. He's like he's like the most Draco this... Malfoy character yeah, yeah, you definitely. could know. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Lovely. character that I'd love to know more about generally is Myrmidon mm. the ten year old mm. mime wow well what we saw from Myrmidon did we see Myrmidon using any any actual like mimey stuff or was Myrmidon just performing mime I'm pretty sure I mentioned that Myrmidon had some Mr. Mime gloves because Myrmidon hated Mr. Mimes because mm. they put their family out of business because they're a mime family. Oh, but so Mr. they hated Mimes, Mr. Mimes, so they, they didn't ha- use Mr. Yeah, Mimes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Myrmidon's whole thing was didn't like Mr. Mimes because they'd taken over miming because they could actually make physical walls yeah. and things like that. But Myrmidon did have some Mr. Mime gloves that he could make little uh, reflect walls. Well, that's weird. Why would Myrmidon have, have Mr. Mime gloves if I, they hated Mr. Mime? Part of me, it's a dark storyline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think maybe uh, stole them from a, from a Mr. Mime. Yeah. Okay. What if... Myrmidon used to work for a circus, and but was replaced by a Mr. Mime. So and to play Pokemon. The Mr. Mime came in and took his place, effectively in the circus, and left his gloves on the side oh. one time. Because Mr. Mime can take off their gloves. Ooh, That's a big there? secret that only Myrmidon knows, but can't tell anyone. Because he can't speak. Because he can't speak. He's tried to mime that so many times, and people just don't get it. People like, don't get it. What are you trying to? What? What no, is that? Exactly. You're washing your hands? So what? instead so instead Myrmidon stole the gloves and so there's a Mr. Mime running round without gloves on, Ooh. desperately hunting Myrmidon down to get their gloves back. Cool. How yeah. does Myrmidon yeah. feel about Galarian Mr. Mime and therefore Mr. Rhyme? Does, maybe Myrmidon's dad was a banker and they've got taken by Mr. Rhyme, just dressed up like <laughs> Mr. Banks from, from Mary Poppins. <laughs> was our reflect for foul play thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions uh, we love you all uh, these, a lot of these were on uh, the discord which you're more than welcome to join if you are not already currently a member go on our twitter and there is a link to join the discord there i thought there were some really great questions and that's it only one more bonus episode to go uh, in two weeks time you'll be getting the season one recap and then we'll be launching Series 2. Uh, we've been working really hard on Season 2, actually. Uh, while these bonus episodes have been going out, we've been trying our hardest to meet up more regularly and to make sure that we uh, can keep our own momentum going in the recording sessions because we really enjoy playing this game and seeing each other. It's a really good excuse for us to hang out and also to make something that we're all very proud of. Um so thank you very much for listening and, and keeping us inspired to do this and to keep wanting to come up with new things, better things, 
to come up with new scenarios, new characters, to always question our own decisions. But Theo always inspires us to question our own decisions. Till the next time, go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Thank you.